Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We had to talk to the bloke that actually drove the first Gen 3 car that was revealed because there was a lot of like, oh, geez, are these cars going to be ready? Da 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 da, all this and that. So uh, before we get to him, we've got to give him his proper intro. 22 year old, originally from Adelaide, now based on the Gold Coast. He's dream big was the hashtag, and he's done it. He wins the Dunlop Super 2 crown in 2017. Man of the match in that world is. Todd Hazelwood, but that young bloke has done a remarkable job against the very best operators. Todd Hazelwood in his first ever shootout. Fantastic performance, and he has done a mighty job to get in. Oh, yes. Uh, It was a real sigh of relief when we saw the Cool Drive Racing Ford Mustang on the track at Winton a couple of weeks ago because, let's face it, Steve, there was a lot of nerves Especially, you know, not in Teamland because it was just like, geez, are these cars going to be ready? What's going on? Is this a show car that BRT had done? Like, what's the go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've done an awesome job to get that car. You know, you've got to remember they're a small team. They're a one-car team, and they've done a phenomenal job to get that car ready on track. And, uh, you know, obviously everyone's been pushing the limits lately. It's been just, <laughs> you know, grinding it into the – late hours of, of the evenings and early mornings and so forth. And, and every team's been doing it. Every team member's been doing it. So uh, credit to them, you know, uh, to get it on track. You know, the car looks good. And, um, you know, they had a, a – although they didn't do that many laps at SMP, and I'm, I'd like to touch on that with Todd in a minute, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, they did some quality laps and they were, they were one of the fastest or the fastest Mustang there anyway. So it's yeah. um, it's going to be interesting to talk to Todd and get his feel of it. Certainly is. So let's get the – let's introduce the one and only Todd Hazelwood. Welcome back to the driver's seat. G'day, gents. Thanks for having me back on the show. Good to to catch up for the first time. Oh, mate, it is good to have you back on board. And I know, like, we'll we'll, full disclosure here, because let's face it, you, Matthew, have been one of the biggest critics of Gen 3 in 2022. So when you saw Todd's car, Hmm. was there a sigh of relief? Oh, yeah, there was a sigh of relief. And and Todd, welcome and congratulations for being the first car, Gen 3 car, on circuit, yeah, boys. Look, I have been outwardly critical, and will continue to be so, uh, really, and probably until I hear from someone from supercars. Um, <laughs> look, I, I, I was really happy for Todd and Blanchard's. My skeptical brain, Todd, said that's not a full Gen Three <laughs> working model. That's a bit of well, a bit. Sorry, there's a lot of people that said that. <laughs> Yeah, and like it, that's not a crack against you or the team because you, as Stevie J said, you know you're a small team and you guys are actually able to get the job done and fulfil the brief and get the car on circuit. But to me, it was a bit of a bitzer, and here we are, seven or eight days before the start of the series, and it's only today that we're starting to get some kind of talk on parity. We'll talk about that a little bit later on, but. Give us the driver's eye view. Give us the feedback. What's it like? How much better has it gotten from when you first rolled it out to where we stand today? Um, yeah, no, thank you. Like, it, yeah, just touching on what you mentioned, like to have the first car out on track, 
not miss our deadline that we put in place. You know, we had a target of being on track on the 2nd of Feb and the boys um, at, involved at the Cool Drive Racing team there, you know, they worked, as Steve J mentioned, everyone in this industry has worked day and night and, you know, these guys work day, night and mornings and, you know, slept at the workshop. They did crazy hours and, um, you know, I've been down there in the workshop with them since the start of January, pretty much there every day with them and seeing and witnessing the work that went on was uh, pretty special and, you know, in my time in, in the sport of motorsport, I've never seen such a crazy amount of work, it, you know, with all new componentry and all the new challenges that have been faced and to put that car out on track first, it was, um, yeah, a very cool moment. But, yeah, the car itself is, yeah, it's, it's a whole new challenge. You know, there's been some people that said it's not that much different. Other people said it's crazy different. Um, but to be honest, for me, I think, like, over one lap, you can certainly feel that it is a supercar. Like, it's still... We're still on the same tyre, which gives you the same amount of feedback what it would last year. But obviously, with the massive reduction in aero, the car is very loose. And you know, us drivers always talk about you know the car being keying into the ground and hooking up or, or sitting on top of the track. And with these new cars, they really feel like they don't bite into the track at all. It always feels like they're just sitting on top of the surface. And and you know, with uh, with that, it cooks the tyres. So you know, we have a, a decent amount of grip for a couple of laps. But after a couple of laps, the tyres get tremendously hot in the surface temps and then they're really loose to drive so whole new challenge which i think is great um gen 3 needed to shake things up we've been getting a little bit stale as a sport and um you know hopefully the racing is going to be a lot better with that and you know, create some excitement for the fans um going into newcastle next week it's uh, you know i really hope it's going to be awesome well todd i reckon um you know and the old cars you know the gen 2 cars you know they'd been what was that 2013 really? I yeah. mean, so it's, it's been. Well, you were there for the launch. Yeah, I was there for the launch. Yeah, mate, I can't remember. I can't remember what it was yesterday, let alone back <laughs> then. So, us, Steve, we've got 10 years of, of uh, Gen 2 experience. Yeah, so. and that's what I mean. Like, the 10 years of development for Gen 2, Todd. So, by the end, they were just so finely tuned that I think that um, it was very hard to get races to be a bit mixed up in regard to, to results, you know, and, and I think Gen 3's, you know, like Gen 2 did at the start, you know, we saw BJR was the team to beat, you know, and that yeah. could be the case for Gen 3, who knows, but it's definitely going to shake up the grid at the start. And to be honest, I don't know your feel, Todd, but I think that if you can just finish Newcastle on day one uh, or the first race on Saturday, you're probably going to finish in the top five. So <laughs> if you can finish with no issues, I think you get, you'll finish really well. So, I mean, what's your what's your gut feel on that? Yeah, oh, totally. I think it's a great opportunity for any team, and that's why the team at BRT and Cool Drive Racing have embraced this huge opportunity. You know, as you mentioned, we're a single-car team. We're a small operation, and you know, to see this as a massive reset for industry, we want to come out swinging. We want to give this our absolute best shot of starting on the front foot, getting to Newcastle prepared, which we are. Um, we've, we've, our testing program was on time. It was all faultless. We didn't have any issues. So that's a great shot in the arm of confidence going to Newcastle. But at the same time, um, we've still got to keep our expectations in check. You know, as far as form guide on pace and expectation, we've really got no idea. But yeah. if we can just keep focusing on what we can control, which we have been doing quite well from what I've seen and, and being in the workshop witnessing it all, um, yeah, hopefully, we, you know, if we can roll the cars out and, as you said, have a good, clean, consistent weekend, there's no reason why we can't be inside the top 10 based on that which was, uh, you know, be a great start. Uh, Toddler, we're talking, we're, we're listening to you talk and we're hearing the word we, and when you say we, we're talking about cool drive racing. 
in 2017, you won the Super 2 Championship with um, uh, with Matty Stone Racing. You then went away to BJR. You then went back to Matt Stone Racing. Bit of a homecoming because you, you're a bit of a Matt Stone Racing boy or a protege. It was a little bit like the prodigal son coming home. We expected yeah, you to was. be there for yeah. a bit longer, brother. What happened at the end of last year? How do we now see you in Cool Drive? Oh, look, the the way at the land of a, of a driver, you know, I've been, I feel like I've been very loyal to the people that I've driven for. You know, mm-hmm. essentially, I've only ever really driven for three three people. You know, I drove for BRT as a as a co driver in twenty seventeen, which was also BJR and um, mm-hmm. you know, MSR out, outside of that. So, um, you know, I feel like my loyalty in, in this time is you know the best of my ability. Um, obviously, there's lots that go on behind the scenes mm-hmm. as far as the commercial commercial aspects of the sport and the teams and you know what? What drivers? You know, each each and every opportunity is totally different up and down pit lane. So, for me, you know, moving make, making this step towards BRT, yeah, it was probably a little bit selfish. But for me, you know, I'm turning 28 this year. I'm not this young 22 year old that was in your highlights package there before. You know, I'm, I'm, you know the grey hairs are coming out the side of my head, and I still haven't won a race. And I'm trying to put myself yeah. in the best best opportunity possible for me to be able to achieve that. And you know, when I first sat down and, and was approached by Tim to go through this opportunity, I knew there and then that I would be silly not to put pen to paper and and grab this opportunity, which which I did. And um, hey, so far so good. You know, first car out on track for Gen Three. We've had a successful test program, so we're off to a good start. And you know, hopefully that'll put people's minds at ease as as to why I did move on. Hey, Toddy, one obviously one car team. This is. Um... You know, it, it's going to be definitely different. You know, you've obviously gone from a from a two car team to a four car team now to a one car team. Um, you're not going to have, uh, you know, obviously a, a teammate there to push you. Although you've got, you know, obviously young Aaron Love, who's um, who's going to be running in um, in Super Two, uh, which I think who's who's a, a fantastic talent. But um, you know, I mean, pros and cons of this. I mean, obviously you're going to need. You always like to have someone that you can base yourself on and, and, and overlay data on and all that sort of stuff. But does this, is this mean that, um, you know, going to, to a one car team, uh, you know, you haven't got those other four cars like you, you did at, uh, at Brad Jones. So uh, all of a sudden you, you every, all the focus is on your car. So, I mean, not that I'm saying that no one gives all four cars, all the best bits, but <laughs> you're going to get the best bits. The best bits. Oh, at the yeah. end of the day, you're going to get the best bits. So, well, I guess when you look at it, there's there are pros and cons for for going downscaling to a one car team if that's the way you want to look at it. Yeah, totally. And to be honest, I'm probably one of only few drivers in the industry that's experienced being a single car team. When I was at MSR, yep. when we first started the main series, so then four cars, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you have all these teammates, it's all well and good, and it looks great on paper. But you know, when you got four teammates, it's almost like four different distractions, you know, within the team. And as you mentioned, you know, yeah all of a sudden you're, you're compromising yourself within the team of who works on what car. And, you know, there's all these other nonsense that's go, that goes on. Whereas if you've got one car, you've got the best personnel, which I think we've got a cracking crew, um, you know, led by Mirko as lead engineer. And we've got, you know, some great stability in the, in the team that we've got. Um, and, you know, they're all committed. They're all driven. And, and to be honest, it's probably – I haven't actually felt that will to win in a team – for a long, long time until just the start of this year. Like the way that these guys, their mindset and the way they're working towards aim to get their first, obviously the team's first podium, but they want to win, you know, like 
it's actually good to feel part of an environment that wants to win. Um, and you know, it's all going into that one car, that one program. So the commitment and dedication to that one car is obviously is a, a big thing for me. Um, and you don't get distracted by you know, what, the other te- what, what your teammate might be doing or what that other engineering group might be doing because what a lot of people don't see is it's two drivers against each other fighting it out within a team, but it's also the engineering group as well. Engineers agree to disagree, and then sometimes I don't get along, and you know they, they want to win just as much as the drivers do. So when you haven't got that extra distraction, I guess, or that sometimes that extra, um, I guess, access to information can almost be a distraction, um, and it can be misleading because at the end of the day, no driver drives the same. Um, you know, we, we see it time and time again. You know, whether it's the likes of SVG and Wing Cup or when I was at BGR with myself and Nick Percat, we, we're two different drivers. Um, so you try, if you're trying to plug and play and have the same setup, it may work sometimes, but probably eight times out of ten it doesn't. So that's where you got to learn to row your own boat and be successful by yourself and stand on your own two feet. And um, hey, I've done it before. I did it single card team, and you know, I feel like the capability this time around is is greater again. And hey, you just got to embrace the challenge and get the most out of it. So for me, probably the the pros and cons, yeah, there's some either way, but you know, I'm looking at the positives and they all look pretty good. That's a like that's a really good point you make because you know the single car team is often criticised. Oh, you don't have enough, or not criticised, but it's often mentioned that I haven't got two sets of data and I haven't got a teammate. But you're right in what you say that that inter team rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, can sometimes be a distraction as well. So that's a really interesting point you make. Uh, mate, Newcastle, let's go eyes forward to next weekend, start of the series uh, for another year. Pretty happy hunting ground for you. It's where you won your, your Super 2 championship. Um, it's a place where if you said to me at the start of the year, hey, Maddie, we've got a brand new car. It's co- We've done a quite a bit of testing, but not a full amount of testing, all that kind of stuff. We haven't got a full set of spares in the truck and all that kind of stuff. Where do you reckon we start off the year? Newcastle would be about the last on the list. I'd probably want to go to <laughs> Queensland Raceway. <laughs> but you have copped Newcastle sunshine. So what's yeah, like, going to be like the like mindset? Gen 3 is not hard enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. You, you want to know what's even worse than that? <laughs> How about taking your oh, seventeen? Look, year, how about taking your seventeen-year-old son who's who's debuting to Newcastle in <laughs> yeah, Super Three? Exactly. That's, that's not a good. Yeah, that's even that's worse. <laughs> that's not easy. But what's the mindset, bro? Is it is it a is it a we're going to go in there? We must come out. We always want to finish every race, obviously. But you guys are uh, wound so tight. You all want to win. But with this one, knowing that you don't have a truck full of spares, what's the, the mindset? Best, the do you go in survival mode or do you go in, I want to come out leading the championship mode? Look, I think that's what's going to make next weekend so fascinating because, like you said, every driver's got the red mist when they put the helmet on. Mm. And, you know, I, I can guarantee if I said, oh, I'm going to be a little bit cautious into next weekend, that person that would have heard me say that, go, well, I'm going to take advantage of Todd on the track. So, <laughs> um, you know, that's just the way we work, I guess. But, it is, you know, when we talk about the spares and, and the, the items that we've got available inside the truck for, for a three-day race weekend, you know, it's, it, we've, got to, we've got to survive practice and we've got to get through qualifying. And, mm. you know, it's a circuit where you've got to, the, the, I guess, that really separates the men from the boys. You know, you really got to put big boy pants on and throw a good lap around there and you've got to be brave. You've got to run the car up against the wall to, to get the most out of laps. And I'm, I'm sure the best in pit lane will be doing that at stages over the weekend. So... Yeah, trying to work out that fine balance of, you know, do we push hard and do we, you know, get make sure that we get comfortable before we start pushing or, you mm. know, really 
save it all for qualifying and then put ourselves in a good place for the race because, you know, with obviously street circuits, you don't want to be buried in the middle, back of the pack, because, you know, all hell breaks loose back there. So, um, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's an interesting mindset and, you know, I think that's what's going to make next weekend a huge challenge. Hey, a Todd, crazy track. Haven't been there for a few years. So, yeah, yeah. bring it on. Hey, Todd, uh, humor me here and, 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 and have a think about this scenario, <laughs> all right? Uh, BRT or Cool Driver, I'm going to say Cool Drive. That's twice now because now it's been said eight times in this interview because uh, I've been counting. 80% from Todd. Um, anyway, so <laughs> so you're doing your job, Todd. I'm very proud of you, mate. Thank I'm very you, proud thank of you. you. Um, but, all right, uh, Cool Drive Racing, that's nine, and uh, have a little technical issue, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, you've hit a curb wrong and you've busted apart. You haven't got one. You need to go and borrow one from somewhere. Who most likely up and down pit lane do you think you would go to and they'd say, no, we're not giving it to you? Oh, dear. Yeah, that'd put me in a spot of bother, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that, that puts me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> it's bullshit. All right, can't add much more to that. Oh, just don't go and ask Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not on the top of the list. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's seriously, this is seriously what uh, supercars and uh, and some of the teams have been talking about. I think Walkinshaw uh, and Ryan Walkinshaw has been very outspoken saying, listen, if, if we can help other teams and we've got parts and we don't need them, absolutely we're, we're going to help the, um, send them out and, and loan them out or whatever. Yeah, for the greater good kind for of thing. For the greater good. And then there's other teams that are like, um, yeah, well, you know. My honest opinion is have some <laughs> balls and do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it's going to be very interesting how that all plays out. So, because I mean, oh, totally. it is yeah. very short. We're very short on parts and bits and pieces. So it could get a little bit nasty behind the... Uh, Behind the uh, closed doors in the change room, yeah, so to speak. Oh, I think it already is. It's pretty animated. Quickly, Todd, before we let you go, mate, because we know you've got to get your sleep. You've got a big seven days ahead of you. Uh, on our Facebook page, one of our fans wanted to know um, about your XC Falcon wagon, the progress on that. Is there progress? How's it looking? Give us a, a quick elevator uh, snapshot on what the car's like. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's running. It's on the road. It's registered now. It's not, it's not perfect, but um, I'm able to cruise around in it, put the windows down, and, and oh, go have cool. some fun in it. So um, it's a proper pov pack. Um, it's pine and lime yellow, so it stands out. And uh, yeah, it's just, just <laughs> pine, a six cylinder. Pine and lime yellow. Yeah, yeah. It's um, wow. it's the perfect cruiser. So yeah, it's got a little bit of rust. I still need to sort out, but um, yeah, it's all original. It's got original paint. It was a actually purchased purchased it from a, a deceased state. It was a, a one owner and yeah. um yeah, been a been a little bit of fun behind the scenes, uh bring it back to life. Hadn't ran in I think twenty five years. So wow, um cool. yeah, it was pretty cool to hear it fire its first uh first tunes. Um yeah, when we found, finally got it up and running. What so, about uh, the, yeah, pretty cool. Has it got a has it got a louver in the rear window, mate? Has it got a louvered rear window? No, it doesn't. No, Ooh. it doesn't even have the little rear spoiler. So it's oh. um, yeah, the, when's your birthday? Pop-up. I might get one for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it, what are the plans for it, mate? Because you look at <laughs> you look at Cam Waters. I think he's got. Has he got an XC Coupe, Stevie J, something like that? Uh, yeah, he's got an yeah. XB Coupe. XB, yeah, XB, yeah. right? And I and I and I know that he's fully pimping, and he's going to put like a thousand horsepower engine. Or, well, no, actually, sorry, I say he's going to put a supercar engine well, in it. Progress of that's yeah. been going at a glacier-like speed. So, <laughs> 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 so I mean, so is there plans for that with your uh, with your rocket, Todd, or are you just going to roll Pine Lime original? Yeah, no, nah, it's it's too good to be true to, to 
play around with it and you know put a big motor or do a paint job or anything like that. This is you know that's the reason I actually brought it was because it's just all original. It just hadn't been touched and um, you know for me that's what I like. You know there's no point putting a a supercar motor in a in an XC wagon when you got to do eighty down the freeway, so um, you know it's sort of yeah it suits the purpose, and that way I don't get a speeding ticket driving around town. It's um yeah, it's big, long, and slow, and um yeah it's it's a lot of fun. You're in Melbourne now, like mate. Old... You're in Melbourne now, so you're only doing forty down yeah. the freeway, right? Yeah. So yeah. If that, <laughs> I, I wouldn't I'm worry about it. I wouldn't <laughs> worry about doing eighty, mate. It'd be fine. <laughs> but uh, nice and original. Sounds like my old Peugeot two hundred five Stevie J. Oh yeah, with the top down, with your hair yeah. blowing in the breeze. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever hair I've got left. Nimsy didn't <laughs> have hair blowing in the breeze. No, I don't reckon. Well, uh, yes, well exactly. To, to, to your point, Matt, at least I still had hair when I had my uh, my R32 uh, Nissan Pintara. <laughs> Uh, that was the fastest <laughs> 32, right? Pintara. The, the fastest. Hey, Pintara was my first car. So oh, Todd. Kindred oh, spirits, no. my friend. We are kindred spirits. <laughs> but uh, the fastest four-cylinder you'll ever see on wheels. But that, uh, we'll, we'll let you go, brother. But all the best at Newcastle. It was great to get you back on board the driver's seat. We can't wait to see you actually live in the flesh in the paddock uh, in your BRT colours. So all the best for Newcastle and go well. Thanks, Chance. Great to be back on the show. And, yeah, bring on Newcastle.